ancient of days, I thank you this morning for guiding us together. The entrance of your word giveth light and understanding unto the simple. Thank you for your word. Take over this slip of clay. Make it die. Lord Jesus, I thank you for miracles that have taken place already. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Amen. Let the living soul shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I thank God for your life. I want you to know that our God can do exceedingly above all that we ever think or imagine. So I want you to think be, don't belittle yourself. Greater things, greater testimony the Lord will do in your life and family as you commit to, to the service of the kingdom of God. You see that your life keeps changing from one level of glory to another in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9. God has been speaking to us on the subject, <clears throat> the sanctified heart. Not only does being sanctified or having a sanctified heart make you make you right before God, it also grants you peace. You yourself, you enjoy peace. You have nothing troubling your heart. You know, somebody knock at your door, you don't think the rapture has taken place when you hear the knock or you hear something moving and you begin to panic. So having a sanctified heart has immense benefit. Not just in the, not just in the point of you becoming right before God, you also become right in the sight of man. You have nothing to hide. You know you are you are you are bold. You are courageous to appear before God. Now I read uh, from verses from verses eleven. Now I read Hebrews chapter nine from verses eleven. Uh, now, but Christ being come on uh, uh, been being come and high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in, in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us, for if the blood of bulls and gold and the ashes of an ephah sprinkling the unclean sanctify to the purifying of the flesh. Now, what that is telling us is that when you sprinkle the blood of gold, ephahs or animals, it only sanctifies the purifying of the flesh. That means it doesn't enter inside. It doesn't cleanse the inside. That is what the Bible is telling us. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit or offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serving the living God? I pray for somebody. Your children are under the covering of the Lord. They will not be sick. Amen. Uh, I want you to know in your place of work, they might be, you might be hearing their flu season. Tell them, respond, there is no flu season in the Bible. Those are men. It is men's idea. It is people who carve that out. So tell them you only know of winter, summer, and spring, and the time to plant, the time to reap. So <laughs> not as flu season. 
So don't buy into it. Each one of your household members, you are under the covering of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, we have looked at what a sanctified heart looks like. And now we understand, we know what it looks like. And then we have also moved on, you know, to look at what are the components or, the, or, you know, part of what is it that make up your heart. We talk about your conscience. We talked about your thoughts, what you are thinking about. Now, how do you get cleansed? How, how do you become sanctified? How does your heart become sanctified? Who does that? Number one is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. From this story, the Bible made us to understand that, you see, the blood of bulls and goats, uh, you know, it only cleanses up to the, you know, just the flesh, but it doesn't permit into the spirit man. It doesn't go into your body. It doesn't go into your system. It doesn't go into your heart. It doesn't enter into your conscience. It doesn't enter into your soul. But the, the blood of Jesus, an invisible blood, you know, that has been shed over 2,000 years ago, shed on the cross of Calvary for you and I, that same blood is still fresh. That same blood is still alive. So our heart is cleansed or we become sanctified or we have a sanctified heart through the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus. The blood of gold will only cleanse your flesh, but it doesn't clean inside. Now, but the blood of Jesus purifies our conscience. It purifies our heart, thereby making it right before God and before all men. So who is the first agent or what is the first agent by which you become sanctified? You have a sanctified heart through the blood of Jesus. Now, not only does the blood of Jesus cleanse us from our sin, it also sanctifies our heart. The blood is always there. The blood is there as we speak right now. Now, so oftentimes, many of us might think the blood of Jesus is just for the purpose of maybe you had a, you know, you had a, a bad dream or you are driving or, you know, safety. Well, yes, it's part of it. But the blood of Jesus also cleanses. So your heart, now you plead the blood of Jesus over your heart. Say, blood of Jesus, Lord Jesus, use your blood. Let your blood cleanse my heart. Let it purify my heart from every dead wall, from every uncleanness, from that evil thought, from that bondage of sin. Now, as you plead the blood of Jesus, Jesus begin to share this, you know, begin to sprinkle it, just like the way you sprinkle water, and it cleanses, that, it cleanses your heart. And that's why the Bible made us to understand in that book of Ezekiel, where we began the Anchor Bible reading, if you remember, it talks about, it said, I will sprinkle clean water, you have a clean heart. So what is the agent of sanctification? How does your heart become sanctified before God? The blood of Jesus. It is not by novel. It is not by Google. It is not by anything physical that you can do. It is by the blood of Jesus. You call for the blood of Jesus. Now, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all our sins and impurities. It cleanses our heart. It purges your conscience. Now, the blood of Jesus, when you become born again, you have just activated the blood. You have just activated the power that is in the blood. Not only as your sins are forgiving you instantly, also your, your conscience, your heart is purged before God. You have a conscience that is void of offense before God and before man. Now you are going to begin to 
thank God first for the world. And then next, you are going to begin to, you know, plead the blood of Jesus over your heart, over your life, over everything that concerns you. Now, go ahead and begin to thank him for the word that we have had this morning. Now, if you are here this morning and you are not born again, you've not invited Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. You have not confessed with your mouth. You have not believed in your heart. This morning, you have an opportunity Rapture can take place. It can happen right now as you speak. You can hear the sound and it is only those that are in Christ doing the will of God that will make it to heaven. So are you here this morning? You are not born to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Cleanse me by your precious blood. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Now, if you have prayed that prayer, I congratulate you. I, want to, I pray for you, Father, as many of your sons and daughters, both those that are here and those that will listen to the podcast later. Lord Jesus, who will accept you as your Lord, as Lord and Savior, forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are prayed. Now, begin to plead the blood of Jesus over your life. Plead it over your family. Plead it over your children. In the name of Jesus, flood will not find them. It will not find you. It will not find your wife. It will not find your members of your house. It will not find your husband. It will not find your family members. Pray in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my heart, over my body, over my soul, over my spirit. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over my family, over the church. I plead the blood of Jesus over the nation over our heart in the name of Jesus. Anyone struggling with impurity, the blood of Jesus cleanses you, frees you from all sins, frees you from all deadness in the name of Jesus. The blood, I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. Call for the blood of Jesus. That blood is available. It's spotless. It's sinless. The blood of Jesus who cleanses us because there is no sin in it. There is no, it's not the same as the blood of gold. It's not the, the same as the blood of Abel. It's the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood that has no sin in it. That blood is the blood that flows from God himself. Because Christ came from God, the part, the conception and, and, and part of Christ wasn't by human calculation. There was no human effort. There was no mad impulse. No, it was by the Holy Ghost. So that blood is a pure blood, the blood that runs in Jesus Christ. And that's why the blood is still availing, it's still very fresh. Plead the blood of Jesus this morning over anything that may appear unclean in your life, in your family, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Now go ahead, ask the Lord, what do you want the Lord to do for you today? Ask him. Ask him, you have had testimony. Say, Lord, I'm next in line to testify.
In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want you to stretch forth your hand. And you have heard our sister's testimony, brethren. It, it, uh, it's not once, it's not twice. Um, God, God heals. He heals. I know the healing power of God is in our means. And so when God tells you to lay your hand, God knows what he's saying. You just believe it by faith or you have family members that are sick around you. Lay your hand. God will use you as a point of contact. That many signs of wonders have begun already. Father, this morning, I want to thank you for your word that you have brought unto us. Thank you for the precious blood of your son, Jesus, that cleanses us from all our sins and iniquity. Not only that, the blood of your son, Jesus, also sanctifies our heart, thereby making us pure, holy before you and even before men. This morning, I plead this precious blood of Jesus Christ. Let it avail over every soul that appear here, your household, your family, in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. I, the blood of Jesus avail over your heart. Every stain, every impurity, every evil image, the blood of Jesus cleanses your memory from evil image. In the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus <clears throat> cleanses you from evil experience, cleanses your heart, cleanses your memory from evil experiences in the name of Jesus. Every form of impure talk, every form of negative image, I sprinkle the blood of Jesus this morning over your heart, over your family, over your children. As you go out today, there shall be no loss. You are going out in full, you will come back in full with testimony in the name of Jesus. You will never be bitter in the name of Jesus. Mara is not to experience in the name of Jesus. Joy, latter in the name of Jesus. And as you take on even sharing the gospel with people, everyone you speak to about the operation overflow, they will come to Christ in the name of Jesus. They will follow you to know your God in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are praying. Let the living soul shout a big amen. Brethren, I want you to know that God answers prayer. When next we meet tomorrow, you will have your own testimony. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Give it to your neighbor. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and prosper you in Jesus' name. Amen.